Hey, listener, this is Josh Elledge, CEO of UpMyInfluence.com. We are actively seeking guests for our daily commercial-free entrepreneurial inspiration podcast. If you know someone who is doing six to eight figures in business, send them our way. Just go to UpMyInfluence.com slash guest. Let's get on with the show. And with us right now, we've got Anthony Martinelli. Anthony, you're the co-founder of Jacoby Wealth Advisors. You're found on the web at jacobywealth.com. Thanks so much for joining us. Correct. Thanks, Josh. Great to be here. So we want to talk about all things money as it pertains to business owners and business leaders. Um, and so first off, thanks so much for joining us. Uh, you're in uh, Pennsylvania. Uh, and um, uh, how long have you been uh, in, in this space and, and kind of what's your background? Yeah, so background is this is uh, my 28th year in the, in the financial advisory business. So uh, started right out of right out of college. Wow. 28 years goes pretty quick, but yeah, so this is pretty much the only job I've, uh, real job I've ever had, as, as I like to say. Yeah. And so from a high level, explain what Jacoby Wealth does, especially um, as it pertains to business owners. So yeah, so we're a comprehensive financial firm. Um, we do have a, a focus of working with business owners because they tend to have a range of, of financial issues and the financial planning uh, process can be a little more complex for them because it's not just about personal financial planning. They tend to have these businesses, which um, at the end of the day, about you know roughly 70% plus of their um, net worth can be trapped in this entity that they spend you know many years building. And that presents some additional challenges in terms of how to deal with that asset from a financial planning perspective. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. So, you know, I think a lot of advice that you hear from financial planners out there, it's, it's just, you know, it's geared toward folks that are running a regular job. And, um, you know, th this idea of your business being an asset um, it's kind of normally missing from the equation. So therefore, you know, you just see a lot of advice. And, you know, meanwhile, it's like, um, you know, they look at income. So if I'm earning, um, you know, a salary and or, um, you know, revenue share, you know, uh, from, from my business, it's not really factored into normal calculators. True, true. And that's, and, and then, you know, obviously they want to get to the point where they reinvest back into their business and continue to yeah. business. What we try and help them focus on is what we refer to as exit succession planning. So, you know, a real area of need for entrepreneurs and business owners is planning forward, looking forward and having a long range planning process on the, you know, the reality is they're going to exit their business one way or another. You mm -hmm. know, it's more or less focusing on how that happens and, and, and how to make that happen and sort of choose your exit path and start that many years in advance, in, in many cases, 10 plus years in advance to really have a vision of who do you, uh, you know, envision you transferring this business to, whether it's family, whether it's you have a management team, whether it's I'm going to sell the company to a third party, or I'm going to bring private equity in, or I'm going to do an employee stock ownership plan, having a vision for that, and then taking them through a planning process. So they really understand what exit planning really is all about. Yeah. So tell me uh, if someone's like, look, I'm not planning on exiting for another 10 years. What would somebody be doing 10 years in advance? Yeah. And that's a great question. It's creating a business that they could transfer, right? Because when entrepreneurs start companies, 
Um, you know, they run a hundred miles an hour. The business is really their identity. They, they perform almost every role imaginable from, you know, they're the chief, you know, chief marketing officer, uh, head of business development. They're responsible for customer retention after the customers come in. They're the CFO. They play all these different roles. Um, and creating a business that they can then transfer to someone else is really a whole different process because in many cases, the business becomes way too dependent upon the owner. And if they're not able to, to sort of, uh, you know, delegate and build different roles and specialties and bring on quality people within the company, it impacts their ability to be able to transfer that business or sell that business to a third party or bring or transfer that business to family or management or, or other, um, you know, potential buyers. Yeah. So I'm on your website right now, jacobywealth.com, and, and I see uh, something that immediately caught my eye. It says, is your business too dependent on you? Uh, uh, take the uh, owner dependence index ODI survey uh, for a, a report on that. So t- tell me about the uh, kind of the owner dependence index. Uh, uh, clearly, uh, you know, where we're at right now, I- I'm sure that I would I would not score excellently. <laughs> <laughs> Don't feel bad. You wouldn't be in the mind. Yeah, the, the owner dependence index is a proprietary tool that we utilize. It takes an owner through a series of questions to really mm. help them evaluate, is my company too dependent upon me? And how will that impact my ability to transfer to someone else? You know, you could have a wildly profitable, you know, yeah. or wildly profitable business. Doesn't mean someone else can come in and buy that business if they can't replace you. Right. Um, so that's a, you know, it's a big issue that owners face. Yeah. So, um, I mean, any idea, I mean, is that, are you just kind of there to say, yeah, business is too dependent on you, uh, go figure it out, how to make yourself less relevant to the day to day, or I mean, do you, how involved do you get in, in that coaching? So we get very involved in the coaching it's, we take them through, you know, basically a five-step process in, in addition to, Looking at, you know, we call it a business exit readiness index is another mm-hmm. tool to use our Barry tool, the ODI tool. And then we're able to, to help an owner judge. There's two really key things. Are they financially ready to exit their business? And are they mentally ready mm-hmm. their business, right? Because they may have a lot of money on the sidelines and they're financially prepared to, to exit their company, but mentally they're not ready to leave mentally. Right. So, you know, I've been doing this where I've seen the 50 year old monetize, have a monetary event, sell a company for 50 million dollars. And in a year was so bored, depressed and really their identity. And that's now gone. And, uh, you know, judging mental and financial readiness for them to leave their businesses is is a really key factor that we that we consult with them on. Yeah. So what does someone do then if they're like, listen, I have a buyout opportunity, I but I don't know what I'm going to do. I mean, I'm going to enjoy the money and vacation for a while, but you know, I, I, you know, uh, what, what, what should they do? Well, I mean, they, they can, you know, and that's, we also kind of put them in a quadrant of what type of exiting owner are you? Are, are yeah. you an owner that is well off, but you're choosing to continue to work? Are you someone that wants to stay and grow or, you know, you're not ready. You want to really stay and grow the company. You have a low, mental readiness and a low financial readiness to leave the business. You want to stay and grow. Maybe I bring a private equity buyer in and, and helps me really grow the company. And, and I take some chips off the table and I'm able to stay and grow the business. Um, or you're at a point where you say, you know what, I'm get me out at the highest price. You know, I'm ready. I 
just want to get out. I want to be done. I want to move on to the next phase of my life. So we help them really identify what type of owner they are, mm. help them choose an exit path. Um, you know, that, that could be many years in the future. It doesn't have to be today. The, the misconception is, you know, if I say you want to exit your business, it means I'm going to sell you right away. Think I'm selling my business. That's not always the case. You know, you could be staying in the business and, and bringing in private equity. You could do an ESOP with your employees and continue to stay. You could transition to family members or a management team. So there's a, there's a multitude of if, different options available. The issue for business owners is if it, exit planning is a specialty, right? If you're working with an M&A person or a business broker, they're being on transactions at the end of the process. They're being paid on a deal being consummated. In reality, only less than 10% of owners actually sell their company to a third party. And a variety of reasons for that, but having being able to take them through a process where they really understand what's involved in an exit and how to plan it many years in advance um, is, 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 you know, part of what we do. Um, so are there then just kind of general best practices if we're like, you know, I think the goal here, you know, is X, right? Or, you know, if an owner is kind of looking at their weekly schedule and they're like, yeah, listen, you know, right now, uh, you know, if I take a, a week off, it's going to impact the business. If I, you know, heaven forbid, you know, we're laid up for 30 days, um, you know, sales might abruptly stop, you know, so so I guess I'm just trying to think of like a, a 101 here on, you know, what questions we should be asking ourselves or, you know, what's, what's a good practice that we could be uh, implementing on a regular basis to become less and have the business be, you know, not quite so dependent on us? Yeah, I mean, it's a good question. I mean, I, our goal is to provide, you know, business owner a written strategic exit plan so mm. they kind of understand what, you know, what the future looks like. Um, the, you know, growth process is a little bit different, um, but, we, you know, we, we, there's two parts of this. There's really also protecting them from unexpected events. God forbid what happens if you don't walk in tomorrow, right? You use disability as an, as an issue, but what happens if, God forbid, someone dies prematurely? You know, now you have your spouse. Is your spouse going to step in if you're married and run this business? Does she know anything about running the business? So it's, it's developing a, a written succession plan. You'd be really shocked that, you know, it's probably close to, you know, I bet 90% of most business owners don't have a written strategic succession plan if, if for something were to happen to them, if there was an unexpected event. So, so that's also part of it as well. So we do give them best practices on how to prepare for unexpected events and how to plan a strategic exit path uh, in the future. It's, um, you know, Stephen Covey's book, Start With the End in Mind, right? Mm -hmm. One of the most famous business books ever. We help them sort of start with the end in mind when it comes to, you know, exit and succession planning. Yeah. Yeah. I, boy, I, I, what, what would be the, if, if someone's like, I don't really have a succession plan, like what would be the, the first, if, if all they had or all they thought about was blank, at least to kind of, you know, get them down that road. I'm just trying to think of like, you know, what the basic building blocks of a succession plan are. Well, if you keep it very simple, because, you know, we try to communicate some complex, you know, issues that we want to keep them simple. I always start with, listen, if something were to happen to you, or you have your boardroom, or you have your conference room, or you have your desk, and you're bringing in, you know, the, the, the person that's closest, you bring your team in, or however many key people help support your organization. 
I, I bring them into the room and say, listen, I want you to go through an exercise where you're not here tomorrow. And you give me, you know, the critical 10 items, the critical five to 10 items that you need everyone to know to make sure this business can continue on, at least in the near term, um, beyond your beyond your existence, right? So it's thinking through and saying, if you're not here tomorrow, we're putting you at the table, we're taking you out of the equation, give us the key variables that, that where we need to communicate to banks, to suppliers, to vendors, to customers, um, you know, who are all, the, what are all the key things that need to be executed upon to be able to make this business either run at least in the short term, preferably long where, we, where we're not um, now saying, okay, we have an asset that, that was worth X. Now it's worth 10 cents on the dollar because there was no plan in place. Yeah. Um, is there a way uh, to, uh, let's say someone's like, listen, you know, I, I put it all in the business. Business is doing well. You know, we're profitable. You know, we have really great prospects for the future. Um, is there any kind of like apples to apples or whatever way of value, valuing that as opposed to, you know, more of a traditional 401k IRA kind of path? I, I'm just trying to think of the business owner that's like, man, you know, I don't really have a, you know, a traditional you know, retirement account set up, but, you know, we've got a valuable asset here. This is a successful company. It's profitable. We've got great prospects for the future. Like, is there any way to ca- compare apples to apples there? Yeah, I mean, there is. And you're going to find it's way more common for business owners, that, especially early on, they're going to invest all their energy and all their capital back into the building the business. So mm-hmm. I'm up front with business owners. I mean, we manage a significant amount of capital portfolio assets, but I see the business owners, listen, you know better what to do with your dollar and probably going to earn a greater rate of return reinvesting your dollar in your business, the business that you know, than, than, than I will, you know, invest in capital, you know, in traditional types of investments. Not that we don't do that, but they reinvest heavily. But the issue becomes, do they have a good business or do they, is their business a good business or is it a good investment? Right. So you can have a very good business. It doesn't mean someone else is going to judge it as a good investment. It's a great investment for you, but is someone else going to want to buy it? Is it a good investment for them mm-hmm. if, if you can't be replaced, right? So there is a way to judge that, that value. And there is sort of an inflection point where the business becomes so successful that they start to take that capital and they're putting it into other business ventures, other types of traditional investments. They may be buying real estate, starting other you know, spinoff synergistic businesses related to theirs, so you do get to that point where you know other investments begin to be made, but it's very common for everything to be poured back in and that equity to be trapped. And then how do you un, 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 how do you release that equity through a, a, a planning process? Yeah, you know, uh, I, I'm just looking at your website here. Eighty six percent of private business owners lack a formal exit and success in strategy. So again, um, don't feel bad. You're, you're in the majority. Uh, but, uh, you know, there, there, there is hope there, there's light at the end of the tunnel in terms of, uh, like you, you can, you can get this done. If, if, if someone, when is someone ready for you? Like, you know, what, what stage should they be in a business or, you know, what do they have going on in business or, you know, um, I'm just thinking of the requirements that they'd want to have in place before they come talk with you. 
Yeah, I, I don't. I, I think any we work with startups and we work with companies worth mm. you know, two hundred fifty million dollars plus. So we don't. It, it, I think if you started a business and 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 that business is now you're going to grow that asset. Uh, even early on, there's certain protection measures that you need to take to to, to protect, you know, protect your wealth, protect your investment into the business. So it, you know, we can work with startups and we can work with very well large established privately held companies. I, I don't think there's a uh, revenue minimum or a years in business minimum or those types of things. You uh, co-founded. So how, when when was Jacoby uh, Wealth Advisors uh, created? So we started. We opened the uh, our Berwyn uh, Philadelphia office in. Uh, it'll be seven years. Two thousand fourteen. June. Congrats. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. And how do uh, like where do your customers come from? Like how have you been able to grow that over the past seven years? Uh, it's primarily, um, you know, grown organically through referral, you know, I'll call them brand ambassadors, our raving fans or oh, really? that have been yeah. with us for many, many years. It introduces to their, you know, their friends and family and, and colleagues. I also have strategic, uh, strategic alliances with, you know, some accounting firms, some law firms that also, um, you know, refer us, you know, a good amount of, uh, of new customers as well. Well, it's a great position to be in to get a lot of your business word of mouth then. Primarily, primarily, you know, word of mouth. We are, you know, embarking on some 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 additional, um, you know, some SEO and sure some additional marketing campaigns to sort of, uh, you know, we've been our own best kept secret in, in some cases for, for many years. And we want to try to, you know, change that a little bit. If somebody, Anthony, were to go to your website, jacobywealth.com, um, what, what would you recommend, particularly, again, for our business leaders here who are like, okay, yeah, I, I want to start taking this pretty seriously, uh, you know, probably not planning an exit for at least another, say, five plus years, uh, but, you know, I, I'd like to start thinking with the end in mind. Yeah, I mean, we have a, some great tools on the website. You mentioned, Josh, we have our owner dependence index tool, which is, you know, provides you a great free report. You take a 10-minute questionnaire. We have our business exit readiness index. We have our white paper on um, six ways creating a business uh, creating a business that you could transfer, mm. load our free white paper. We have a financial wellness quiz, even for, for individuals, executives, individuals, just on an individual financial, financial planning basis. We have... Um, uh, our financial wellness quiz. So there's some great tools and resources, I think, on our website where they could start. Yeah. Um, you talk about um, the Jacoby method. Um, what, how is that uh, unique or, or what makes that special? Yeah, I think what makes it special is we take a, uh, you know, sort of a financial planning is very fragmented in many cases. Uh-huh. People reactively plan, you know, based on certain yeah. and situations we're able to take our planning process and make it a dynamic planning process, right? So we have a tech, you know, technology platform that we utilize where, you know, this plan becomes sort of not a static stale plan. It's a live dynamic plan. They have access to be able to visibility to see their balance sheet, see all their assets uh, on a daily basis, you know, but we can make quick um, adjustments to financial plans, you know, on the spot. And they have this sort of live dynamic plan. Um, and, and through our, um, we call it our uh, strategic tactical review um, with them, strategy and tactical review. We're constantly sort of taking high priority items and helping them make sure that they're not procrastinating and things are getting accomplished. Because 
it's a very reactive, you know, succession plan, very reactive. Mm. When a business owner comes in in the morning, the last thing they think of is a, success, is a succession plan. You know, they get the phone ringing off the hook, 50 emails, you're just not thinking about it. So quarter playing the role of quarterback and corralling them to sort mm-hmm. of say, hey, this is important. But more importantly, we're going to give you a process to succeed here. And that's what the Jacoby Method does. Very nice. All right. Anthony Martinelli, your website is Jacoby with an I, wealth.com. And uh, again, click on where it says business owners, and then you'll be able to access the business exit readiness index and then the ODI uh, report, which I'm really interested in, the owner dependence index, uh, and see where you score right now. And, uh, you know, I guess regardless of where they are, uh, you know, it's uh, Anthony, you're, you'd come in and Kind of take them wherever they happen to be and like, all right, let's improve that score. Let's get you in a strong position so that eventually you'll be uh, exit ready. Uh, So, Anthony, again, congratulations on the seven years. Uh, Again, JacobyWealth.com. You are the uh, the principal or the uh, the co-founder. Thank you so much, Anthony, for joining us. Thanks, Josh. Great to be with you. Thank you. Thanks for listening to The Thoughtful Entrepreneur Show. If you are a thoughtful business owner or professional who would like to be on this daily program, please visit upmyinfluence.com slash guest. Now, if you've got something out of this interview, would you share this episode on social media? Just do a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it on the socials. Now, if you do that, tag us with the hashtag upmyinfluence each month. We scour Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram. We pick one winner from each platform, and you get crowned king or queen of that social media. Now, what do you win? Well, we're going to promote you and your business to over 120,000 social media fans, totally free. Now, can you also hook us up? Now, in your podcast player right now, please give us a thumbs up or a rating and review. We promise to read it all and take action. We believe that every person has a message that can positively impact the world. Your feedback helps us fulfill that mission. And while you're at it, hit that subscribe button. You know why? Tomorrow, that's right, seven days a week, you are going to be inspired and motivated to succeed. 15 minutes a day. Now, my name's Josh Elledge. Let's connect on the socials. You'll find all the stuff we're doing at upmyinfluence.com. Now, thanks for listening, and thank you for being a part of the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Movement. Mm-hmm.